0: The NFL season is back, and so are your favorite Lodo Bros. Season 2, Episode 2 of the Dumpster Fire Sports Podcast, where um, we try to talk each other in and out of good and bad plays. Uh, cold beer and even colder takes. Small stakes is what we're talking about, and we're in Kansas City, so we ain't talking meat. I'm talking entry fees. Um, I'm your boy, BG, and that's JKNKC. Joe, I got to say, man, the season has been going for about seven minutes and I'm already in the red. How did this happen? Why? How do I get so excited? It's a lot like golf, right? You get up in the morning, dude. You already have your outfit laid out. I got my Jordan golf shoes ready to go. I'm going to hit them straight today. I'm going to gamble. I'm going to make some putts. And then hole two. I'm like, this game is ridiculous and way too expensive. It's wait, you wait until thing. hole two to screw it up? Well, because usually, you know, I go, oh, that's my breakfast ball. <laughs> Let me take my mulligan on hole one. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Every week. Is this a mental block I have here, or do you think most DFS players are dealing
1: with I mean, this? I think this is this is obviously most of the DFS players. Like, yeah, there's those whales out there that are doing ridiculously well. But even they go through these streaks of just horrible downtrots, So I'm not too worried about us. I think we'll be all right. I was listening to this intro that you were doing, and I think it would be helpful if we didn't uh, talk each other out of the good plays and into the bad plays, because that seems to be what we do more often than
0: not. Look, on the first episode, we talked about uh, what are we going to try to do this season? And I need to figure out my... Plan where I go, all right, I'm going to look at these stats. I'm going to follow this every week. I'm going to do all this versus what I do. So I'll have some good plays and can't remember
1: how I talk myself into them. I definitely need you to figure that out because there's some weeks that you just come with some off the wall stuff that like hits so hard. And then you're just, I ask you how you got there and you're like, I have no idea. And that's not helpful to anybody.
0: I'm just trolling. I'm trolling. So (laughs) that's my biggest goal. OK, that's my biggest goal this year is to go, all right, I'm going to look at these stats. I'm going to look at this and here's here's, uh, you know, what I'm going to target. So let's get into it. It's finally here, right? If it's going to suck, I might as well lay into the suck and enjoy the suckage. Right. That should be our new tagline. DFS Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy the suck it. We'll work on it. OK, it's uh, a work in progress. All right. First, I like it first uh let's pick a game that you're looking at just an overall general game that you think there might be several big plays because if we're talking you know gpps and we're looking at stacks maybe you got a game that you're looking at stacking do you
1: have one i'm kind of looking at this arizona and tennessee game with quite a bit of interest because last year before our boy kyler murray got injured he was on pace to have the most ridiculous season of any quarterback like of all time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not kidding. Uh, I think he had the most uh, points through 10 games and he only played in nine of 10 games last, last year because he got hurt. So Kyler Murray, he's a little expensive, but you can pair him up nicely uh, obviously with DeAndre Hopkins. And then they have some cheapies in there like Rondale Moore. Love that guy this week. Uh, they also have, Kirk or A.J. Green if you want to go there. Not my favorite guys to go with, but then they got people on the run back. You can bring in Julio, A.J. Brown, or go King Henry. I mean, there's just so many players in this game. The over-under is high. I mean, it's it's a perfect spot to stack. So, so that's where I'm looking.
0: Listen, you're right, you're right, you're right in everything. Here's my problem with that, and and you'll see when I pick my game, how I'm in the exact opposite camp. The game I'm looking at is Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Uh, There's a, the spread is seven points, essentially. Um, Buffalo's going to run this show. I think they're going to run all over Pittsburgh. And I think it's the opposite. There's not a lot of plays. So for me, it's easy, right? I go to the obvious plays. I'm going to stack Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, right, You run it back, juju, right? There's not a ton of plays. Maybe Naheem Hines, if you think they try to play it slow and not a lot of people are going to be on him because he's a rookie. So I like what are almost obvious plays, but I don't think they're going to be chalk because I don't like trying to guess. Like this showdown Thursday night, look at all those mouths to feed, if you will. How are you picking? What do you? How are you narrowing down with all those people on Arizona? I think
1: Arizona is a little easier than you'd think. Um, I mean, obviously, Kyler Murray, you're taking him uh, in this stack because he has the rushing upside, he has the passing upside. And then DeAndre is almost forced into your lineup once you decide you're going to do a Cardinal stack because he's the clear number one. After that, I mean, you can... You can go after Christian Kirk or AJ Green, who's still dust. Um, but this—I mean, this Rondale Moore kid—he's getting used like Debo Samuel, getting a lot of passes, uh, short, getting end arounds, getting rushes. So, I mean, at that him being min price, he is three K. I just—I think that's an easy stack.
0: I'm with you there because the cool thing about that is the three K guy. Next to DeAndre Hopkins, there's ten grand, and what's it going to cost you to get Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen? So you're right. Those three guys come in probably similarly priced to those uh, two guys on my side.
1: Yeah, Steph Diggs and uh, Josh Allen are both slightly cheaper than Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, but it's tough to find that third guy for Buffalo if you're trying to do a double stack. I mean, unless you want to go with COVID. I mean. COVID
0: Cole Beasley.
1: I mean, Cole Beasley. Uh,
0: he's, hey, dude, he's about to catch that Rona and catch a bunch of touchdowns as well. Let's get it. What about Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders? He's yeah. new in Buffalo. No, I think
1: he's dusty, too.
0: I like those games. I'm with you as well. Um, before we get to individual positions, let's talk Chiefs and Cleveland. Uh, Chiefs home opener, season opener against Cleveland. Cleveland. And I was thinking about last year, dude, and that play called at the end of the game by Andy Reid, Chad Henney, right? With like, was it fourth and inches?
1: Yeah, I think it was like fourth and one or two.
0: On the 45 or so. And Chad Henney with the rollout pass. I mean, the stones on Andy Reid.
1: It definitely took some large stones to make that play call with your backup quarterback, nonetheless.
0: Right. It was amazing. So um, Cleveland looking good last year, probably pretty good this year. Um, How much do you like the Chiefs by?
1: Uh Wow. I don't know that I like them by a lot. I I think they're going to win. But, man, I'm a little concerned about this game on Sunday. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I will say it seems like any time that the Chiefs are uh, in a game that they want to prove something, they're (laughs) – they don't have much trouble proving it, and we right. saw that in like week what three last year against Baltimore when they just ran rough shot over him.
0: So how do you f- how do you feel as a DFS player about McCole Hardman this year? I mean, with Sammy Watkins gone, McCole Hardman's going to get a lot more action.
1: Yeah, I mean he should be the number two in this offense, but man, I I don't know if we can trust him. I would like to trust him. I would like him to step up and be that guy, but man, he hasn't done a whole lot to prove anything to us so far.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. So I'm worried, and I'm probably more worried about the defense. But
1: Defense might be there, might not be. Uh, It's not like we try to really improve it a whole lot.
0: I don't expect the Chiefs to cover, but I do expect them to win. How about that?
1: I, I think that sounds about right.
0: Let's look at the main slate for Sunday. Week one, hopes are high. You wake up in the morning and you tweak the crap out of your lineups and then blame it on tweaking the crap out of your lineups right about 12.05. Let's go, Joe. Quarterbacks, week one, who are you looking at? Who's good value, and who are the chalk plays?
1: Uh, Man, I don't know who is going to be chalky this week with it being such a light, like, I mean, everybody's underpriced, it feels like, except maybe Patrick Mahomes, who's just through the roof. Um so, I don't know if there's going to be any chalk necessarily. Um, I think there's some good value in uh, Sam Darnold going to take on his former team in wow. the Jets. Bold. Um, is it bold, though? I mean, that Carolina offense supported three top 26 receivers last year with Teddy Bridgewater back there. So, I think Sam Darnold can do more of the same, and he's only 5,000 this week. So, I'm not. Okay too concerned about him hitting his number i mean if he gets to 15 you're happy in cash you need him to get around 20 in gpps but i think he can get there love Um, it man a lot of people talking up this new england offense and if if they're gonna do anything mac jones is 4400 dollars so
0: I like that play. They don't just get rid of Cam Newton. I know there was all sorts of stuff and the vaccine situation, right? And he doesn't want to be a backup. But I still think you can afford or you keep him around, and they don't. I think they're all in on Mac Jones.
1: I I didn't think Cam Newton had a great year last year. I think he had more interceptions than touchdowns and uh, threw for, like, less than 250 yards a game or something like that. So them getting rid of cam Newton didn't necessarily surprise me.
0: Um, well, sure, sure. But you're just going to just all in on Mac Jones. It's wild to me. I mean, I'm about it. I think that's a good call as well. So it smells like to me, you're talking about going for some value at quarterback, which there's a lot of pick somebody you like.
1: Um, so my, my favorite guy this week, the guy that I'm, I have in both of my, uh, builds right off the bat that I've made this week is, uh, Mr. Hertz up there in Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy, just like, uh, Kyler Murray has the legs that he can go get you plenty of yards, rush in a couple touchdowns, do whatever. Um, and then he's got a couple new wide receivers. He's got Devonte Smith, uh, the rookie out of Alabama that, I mean, he looked great at Alabama, so let's hope he looks good in the NFL. But, I just think Jalen Hurts is in a good spot this week to get you all the points you could ever want because, like I said, that rushing upside is more than enough. I mean, he could get you 80 and a touchdown, and he's already at 14 points. So,
0: Okay, Sam Darnold, Jalen Hurts. I'm going with Matt Stafford, Matthew L. Stafford. Um, as, he's 4,000 with the Rams. I think they're going to run all over Chicago. I don't think uh, a lot of people are going to be playing. I think people still think Chicago's defense is uh, something extra special. Um, I don't know that it is this year. So I like Matt Stafford at only 4,000. Is he really only (laughs) 4,000? That's how good of a call it is, isn't he? At at the sheet. At the sheet I'm looking at, that's what he is. Let me look. I always do this too Uh, while we're recording. Let me pull up a lineup and I'm like, this is the lineup of playing against you punks in the DFS Dumpster Fire Sports DraftKings 2021. Are they on
1: the main slate? I don't think they're on the main slate either.
0: Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Is that right? He's still. Hey, hey, dude, that's still a good play, though. He's probably Sunday night.
1: I think they are Sunday night getting all those uh, new venues in.
0: But that's still – hey, that's still a good play though, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Matt Stafford with all those weapons in L.A., he, he could have a ridiculous year this year.
0: I like Josh Allen. I'm not trying to overthink it, right? You know Josh Allen is going to score a ton of points. Maybe there's not a ton of value there, but I'm not overthinking it. I'm going uh, Josh Allen if I'm paying up, and I'm with you on Mac Jones if I'm paying down. Um, I don't love playing New England because you never know what's going to happen. You know, uh, Bill Belichick could bench half the team at half – who knows, right? And I always stay away from uh, New England running backs as well, but Mac Jones is my uh, cheap QB. Moving on to running backs. Joe McCaffrey is back. Um, He's expensive, but when he was on the field and healthy, uh, he scored a ton of points. Where are you with McCaffrey going up against the Jets?
1: I mean, I don't know how anybody could make a case to not play him. Um, Christian McCaffrey is just ridiculous. That man is on another level. He scores fantasy points like nobody's business.
0: But you always say in GPP, what do you want him to get four times?
1: And he can do that.
0: You think he'll get 35 Listen, plus?
1: I don't think he I don't know that he's going to get that many, but I I love volume. If you're going to tell me that I can get a guy that's going to get the volume of Christian McCaffrey on a week in week out basis, he's going to run the ball more than 15 times probably. He's going to get more than 6 7 catches. I mean, the man is starting out with six or seven points just from catches. Mm. Um, Before you had any yards, before you had any touchdowns, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is just insane.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I will never
1: be the person that tells you don't play Christian McCaffrey.
0: Okay. My other one that I feel like a bunch of people are just tossing salt on the guy's name all the time, Joe Mixon. I don't know. Maybe he burned me last year. I don't remember, but I like him. Uh, starting off against Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's defense, not great against the run. Shouldn't be that good against the run this season either. Joe Burrow back there obviously can wing the ball some, but I like Joe Mixon, uh, 6,200. He's my value running back. I mean, you know, value at (laughs) 6,200.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely like Joe Mixon. I think he's, obviously he's not Christian McCaffrey, but he is going to be, in a similar kind of role where he's gonna be the workhorse in that backfield. They just got rid of Gio Bernard, who's currently screwing me over in showdown. <laughs> uh <laughs> so Joe Mixon, we're thinking he should be in on more passing downs. Um so I mean everything's pointing in the right direction for Joe Mixon. So I am definitely liking that call this week.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um you know it's this week one still feels like preseason to me. And, again, that's my excuse going in, right? So expect episode three to me. Say, uh, it felt like preseason, but now we're rolling. (laughs) Week two, we got some data. Uh, Any other running backs you want to bring up?
1: Oh, man. Uh, I like a lot of running backs this week. I I sent our little uh, podcast group chat with uh, the two others that don't like to show up, apparently. A uh, lineup that I thought was pretty legit that had Christian McCaffrey, um, Alvin Kamara, and Dalvin Cook, and it seemed like it was viable. So just know that stuff's going to get out of hand this week. Like, I think we're going to see 200-plus winning these tournaments.
0: Is this my perception, not being smart enough, not knowing, not paying close enough attention, but does it seem like, or is this just the fact of it's week one, but it seems like there's a lot of running backs by committee situations that we're waiting for it to shake out.
1: I I think there's definitely a lot of running back by committees uh, going on in the NFL, just in general. Now, I don't know that it's ever going to shake out. So that's why the, the guys like Joe Mixon or the Christian McCaffrey or the Dalvin cook, like those guys that are going to be the workhorses. If you can get them while they're cheaper, like Chris or like uh, Joe Mixon is, We need to try and hit them now because I don't see Joe Mixon sticking around $6,200 if he's going to be the workhorse in that backfield to get as many touches as we think he's going to get.
0: Right. So my thing is, what's going to shake out in uh, Denver, right? Is Melvin Gordon going to be the guy right now because it's tempting to take Williams, the other guy that's going to be getting some touches as well, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's he's super cheap, um, but like we're talking about, I'm just concerned that with that being a committee or at least us not knowing if it's going to be a committee or to what extent one is going to get the playing time or the other. Um, I'm just a little concerned that he's not going to get enough touches to pay off that salary, even though it's a low $4,000.
0: Right, right. No, I agree. I agree. Um, let's move to tight ends real quick. Um, I love the tight end position. Uh, I think the clear value play is Kyle Pitts in Atlanta. Um, Again, uh, they're taking on Philly, a fairly high-scoring game. Um, Defense versus position rank there, 20. Philly didn't play great against them, and I think um, Atlanta's still going to try to throw the ball a ton. Kyle Pitts only 4,400 for the Falcons. And look, I'm playing Kelsey. Uh, I'll tell you that because, look, if you look, Kelsey's 8,300. Jonathan Taylor is 8,000. I think Kelsey's just guaranteed you so many more points. I think his floor is higher. His ceiling is higher. To me, he's like a running back almost that's going to get a ton of catches. Um, so if you're going to pay up, I say, Travis, Kelsey, don't shy away from it all day. And Kyle Pitts, where you at on those takes? What's your uh, tight end look this week?
1: I mean I, I'm loving Kyle Pitts this week in my uh especially with me uh trying to go um Jalen Hurts and make that a stack. I, uh, Kyle Pitts is my run back for a lot of those. I think Kyle Pitts is definitely underpriced this week. I don't think we'll see him in the four Ks for very long. Um the guy's an athletic freak. Um and then Travis Kelsey, I mean, that guy's just he's different. Nobody's keeping up with Travis Kelsey. Um Total points wise at uh tight end, like week in, week out. Um, and and the point differential that you can get from Travis Kelsey to another tight end is gonna be ridiculous some weeks, and it's gonna be points that you just can't make up with other positions, even though you're not going to pay up as much at those other positions. Like the the gap between paying an extra two grand for Travis Kelsey and paying an extra two grand for a running back. Right, is is not the same. Uh, Travis Kelsey can get you way more points compared to that guy that's two thousand less than him, compared to a six thousand running back and an eight thousand running back some weeks.
0: Well, and what I love about that is the ability to run the double tight end lineup. Come on. Yeah, I don't know about all that. Kyle Pitts is your run back against Kyler Murray. I just
1: love this double tight end stuff.
0: I know (laughs) I do. Dude, trust me. It's going to work out at some point. I mean, eventually it has to, right? If you're going to go
1: double tight end, you want to do it with two tight ends that are both viable options to get 20-plus. And Travis Kelsey obviously is. And Kyle Pitts has that skill set that he can – He can and should be able to get there and probably will multiple weeks this year.
0: Wide receivers. Let's move there and start off with Philly because, dude, my absolute flyer of the season plays for Philly. Who is that? Devontae? My guy, Quez Watkins. Oh, no. Dude, Quez Watkins can ball, son.
1: Wait, wait. Please tell everyone how Quez Watkins became your guy. I don't
0: remember. How did he?
1: Oh, well, uh, I sent a lovely lineup <laughs> during the preseason that had Quez Watkins in it. And then, uh, next thing I know, uh, our boy Brady <laughs> over here playing against me with Quez That Watkins.
0: might I don't think that was it. For some reason I got on the Quez Watkins train. Maybe it was you. I'll give you credit. I don't know. He's my flyer. Um, <laughs> I've been talking about him at work a ton. Um, I don't know that he's the play this week. He's only three K though. Um, he played pretty well in preseason, didn't he?
1: I Man, I don't remember what he did in preseason. I played him that one week that he had the 80-yard uh, screen pass or whatever. So uh, I was loving all over that. But um, other than that, I didn't play him a whole lot, so I don't. I didn't keep up.
0: When your boy Quez Watkins goes off this season, I want you to think of the Dumpster Fire Sports Podcast and go, this man, he called it. Quez Watkins.
1: Can we attach ourselves to somebody else? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because everybody else is attached. I'm picking like – You know, an absolute flyer, Quez Watkins. We're not playing him week one. Who are you pairing with Jalen Hurts in your uh, mega Philly stack? Uh,
1: I'm not necessarily going a mega Philly stack. I just have one wide receiver, and I'm going Devontae Smith in that, Um, mostly because I think he's going to be the one there. Um, If you wanted to throw another guy, you could go like Jalen Rager or something. Not
0: Quez Watkins? Um,
1: But (laughs) uh, uh, I'm probably going to stay away from him uh, personally. Um but that'll probably mean that he's gonna go ham this week. So watch yourself. All right. So I know. I mean I I have enough three K receivers that I'm not too worried about uh going there. I don't I don't need the uh savings. But um That's fair. Yeah, I mean I think I'm going to uh go Devontae Smith and run away with that little one V. And bring stack. it
0: back with Kyle Pitts and Travis Kelsey. What other wide receivers will you give us this week? Give us some uh, big dojo plays of the week right here.
1: I mean, Devontae Adams is always, he's always up there. Steph Diggs is always up there. You can't afford
0: either one of those in your high price lineup that you're putting together, but go ahead.
1: In The one that you're putting together, (laughs) face me again. Uh, (laughs) Anybody at the top is fairly safe. I mean, Tyreek's always up there. If you're looking for some, value some cheap guys there are so many this week um if you're looking for 3600 or below uh marquez calloway is looking like he's going to be the number one in new orleans he's going for 34 this week um terrace marshall um is the new uh curtis samuel in carolina so he'll be the third receiver there he is min-priced um marvin jones is 3600 on jacksonville he's looking like he's gonna get quite a bit of run this week um elijah moore and Rondell moore both min price 3000 um they're gonna get a lot of run this week i mean just the list goes on yeah you
0: on. think this is all because it's week one and then the prices are going to change radically
1: yeah i think i think all these guys are going to have I mean, even if they don't have good weeks, they're going to be owned to the point that their price is going to jump. Um, so jump on now. If you, if you like a guy that's playing against a certain defense, like if you like Rondale Moore because he's playing Tennessee, I don't know why you would or wouldn't like that. But if you like him this week, um, like I do, because he's getting that Debo Samuel kind of role and playing the Larry Fitz role of that offense and, um, then jump on that while it's 3K and hopefully we're all running to the bank.
0: I'm bringing back Chase Claypool in my uh, run it back with Buffalo. So expect that. Check this lineup out, though. Dude, check out this. Oof. Let's stop recording before I run this back. Okay. Dude, we should stop recording before I run this back because everybody's going to play this. And then we're going to have to split the Millie with like, all seven of our listeners. You ready for this? I mean, that sounds pretty good to me. You ready for this? Hit me. Okay. Oof, oof. We got money on the table, baby. We got it left over. Jalen Hurts with your boy Smith, right, for the one-and-one uh, one stack. Running it back with Kyle Pitts. McCaffrey, because he never fails, Joe said. Callaway on... Did I say that?
1: That feels that feels strong. I'm pretty
0: sure I remember it. Callaway in there on the super cheap. Marvin Jones Jr. in Jacksonville with T-Law, the veteran, coming to save the day, 36-hundo. Although, you know who I really like? I really like LaVishka. But that's neither here nor there. Marvin Jones, I think he shows up against Houston. Um, Nick Chubb running it back against Kelsey. The Chiefs' defense, like you said, hasn't improved much, and they got ran all over by running backs last season. You still got 27 hundo for the defense. You can take the Jags against Houston and Tyrod Taylor. Give me that. I mean, how do you feel about that lineup? I mean, it definitely sounds good. I I can't hate on it.
1: It's mostly all your picks. So Uh, Since you ran down a lineup, I feel like I should just – I'm going to run down a lineup. This is the lineup that I'm playing in our – week one, whichever one of the 37 contests that you put up in our Dumpster Fire (laughs) group. Uh, I'm also running Jalen Hurts with uh, Devontae Smith and a Kyle Pitts run back. Uh, But I have gone a little more middle of the road with some players here. So I got uh, James Robinson going up against Houston because Houston's run defense is atrocious. Um, I have Najee Harris for Pittsburgh because I think he's going to be the workhorse there, ready for every bit of that. Uh, I got Terry McLaurin playing with his new boy Fitzmagic magic, throwing the ball around. Uh, I got my guy, Jerry Judy getting the ball from, uh, mm. Teddy two gloves, mm-hmm. Alvin Kamara, and then pick your poison, whatever you can afford, which is not much at running or <laughs> er, at, uh, defense here. So we got 2,200 left. I'm not really sure where I'm going to go there just yet, but, uh, we'll figure it out, throw something in there and hope for the best. Okay. But I think that's going to be part of the problem this week. I think DraftKings is trying to get these new people in that haven't lost money yet, and they want them to feel good about the lineups that they're throwing out here. So they're letting all of us veterans of the uh, losing money feel good about our lineups, too. So maybe we'll play again (laughs) in week two. I think
0: you're right. And I'm going back to what I said earlier. Um, Saturday, I'm going to make some lineups. I'm not going to overthink it. The best plays is what I'm going with, okay? Okay. I'm just going to play the players who I think are, I'm over here going, I'm running it back with Kareem Hunt in the revenge game because of something that happened five years ago in a hotel. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is dumb. It's dumb. And so I'm not going to do that. Best plays this week. I think that's the move. I can't wait until we're joined eventually by our other two co-hosts. Can you
1: agree? Uh, I think we're going to get a lot more. We're going to go down narrative street quite a bit more once our uh, other two co-hosts uh, hop oh. in on this.
0: Once Shark Daddy.
1: We're going to find every narrative in the book and just keep hearing them.
0: <laughs> Dude, when Shark Daddy <laughs> and Brave Sacker join us here in a couple episodes, hopefully next week, you're right. And we're going to look like some sort of data scientists over here. It's going to be great.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, great for us, I guess. But hey, who knows what everybody else is getting out of it. Hey, we
0: know Brave Sacker, big boy Brandon, had the biggest cash of all of us. Over the last few years right, right. i mean yeah and we don't forget it okay so let's get in here
1: oh i definitely <laughs> don't forget it because uh i was excluded from that somehow i can't so. hear you joe cool. sounds cool. like cool.
0: your internet's breaking up so let's call it a wrap Oh, season yeah. two episode <laughs> two find joe jk nkc all over the webs. Just subscribe to the guy on Twitch, right? It's free if you go through Amazon Prime. Hook him up. He needs a little love. Find him on Twitch. Um, Also, find us all on Twitter. I'm at Brady Goodman. He's at JKNKC. And we are at Dumpster Sports. On that Twitter feed, you will find the link to our DFS, DraftKings, Lodo Bros League. Miles18, what up? Glad to have you in the league. Come get this money, bro. Woogity Boogity, I think he's in our league. I'm not making that up. I may be mispronouncing it. Um, join us. It's just Lodo Bros. $1 tournaments. They're easy. They're easy to win. You catch our plays and you know what to stay away from. You take our money and you go buy yourself half a soda with it. You're welcome. Right? Uh, so find that link or search Dumpster Fire Sports. 2021 uh, on DraftKings and uh, win some bucks, right? Win a big one. Here's the thing even if you don't play our plays, win a big one, screenshot and go, I just give us some fake cred. Go, hey, you guys are the best.
1: Yeah. Even if, even if you're hitting up all the other big sites for projections and you're getting like their optimal lineup, whatnot, just, just throw us a little tag in there. Show us a little love. They they got all the love already. We we just need a little bit.
0: And here's what I'll say. Do not rate us wherever you're getting this podcast. I don't want ratings. I want tags where you go, oh, my low Lodo bros hooked me up. I won seven bucks. That's what's up. Listening next week to Cash.
1: Listen, I mean, if you want to throw five stars on it, I, I'm not mad at you, but...
0: Agreed. You can throw five stars on it as
1: well. Nothing lower than that, though. If you want to throw lower, just just skip rating this week.
0: You made it over 30 minutes into this hot dumpster fire of a mess. Our wives aren't listening. You are, and we appreciate it. Go out there, kick some butt, cash some checks. We'll be over here burning bank rolls, and we'll see you next week on the Dumpster Fire Sports Podcast.